listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. Welcome back to another Wednesday. Y'all, you have absolutely blown me away with your response to my latest Valentine's Day episode. Literally, it has been so much fun getting all of your fun feedback and seeing what you guys think about the panel. The boys did an amazing job. They're living for all the clout that you guys are giving them, so keep gassing them up. It was so, so, so much fun. But... I can recognize in the season of February and in the season of Valentine's Day, a lot of you are like, great, love that for you about this fun boy advice episode. But this like holiday in this month actually isn't really fun for me. And so some of you, as you guys saw the title of the episode, we're talking about breakups today because there are two sides to this like love month. There's the people who are really excited and they're celebrating. And there's also people who are like, maybe like this is bringing up like a wound of you and your ex-boyfriend. Maybe you're going through a breakup. Maybe you're ready to break up. I don't know what you guys are going through, but I wanted to provide this episode for all of my ladies out there who Valentine's Day honestly gives you the ick right now because I hear you. And so today I'm sitting down with one of my best friends and one of my bridesmaids, Abby Lawson, and she seriously has so much wisdom to share about the process. Me and her have walked through such a fun season together um, in our time at Sanford. And so I just knew that she was the perfect girl to hop on here and just share with y'all. So Abby, do you want to say hey? Yes. Hello. So excited to talk about (laughs) everyone's favorite topic. Yeah. Breakup. Literally the topic. Like everyone's like, okay, yeah, well, let's keep it shallow. Let's not let's not go here. But we're going here today. We are going there. In the spirit of love month, <laughs> we're going to just take it down a few notches and really kind of call everyone out. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. You're here for it. So, Abby, why don't you give us some some breakup context? Okay, that. yes. I'd be let's happy establish to. some credibility some here. Some credibility, <laughs> some ethos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yes. I just want to give a little background. I know everyone's circumstances can be different. And honestly, literally everyone's circumstances are different. No breakup is the same as your friends or anyone else who's going through it. But here's my story. Was dating my high school sweetheart for three and a half years. Long relationship, Long people. relationship. And we broke up five months ago. It's my senior year at Samford, so... Definitely a a rocky semester for sure to go through your senior year and have a three and a half year relationship break up. But God has taught me so much and I'm so excited to share it. Yeah. Finally. And also that should for anyone like I feel like and this is me without context of what all of y'all are going through, Abby's breakup in specific, because you guys were like a very seriously committed relationship we thinking were. about getting engaged. For sure, yeah. That is like a huge context point there where it's like, especially sometimes I know a lot of girls are like, no, I was going to marry this kid. And it's like, no, Abby's here. Like, she knows. Yeah, she knows. Girl, like, I as bad as it gets, like, we're we're going to the extreme. We have been we're maxing out. And back. But yeah, we yeah. are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to give you guys some context about where maybe Abby's perspective in all of this is coming from, this was your first boyfriend, correct? First boyfriend ever. First date ever. First kiss ever. All the first. All the first. And also, I think it's important to tell everyone that the breakup process personally was a very long one. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately. <laughs> Don't recommend that necessarily. <laughs> but unfortunately, the breakup process for us was about 
three months. And I know that I know you're listening to this and you're like, how no, girl? Literally how? Because me too. <laughs> but here's the thing. It a three month process when you've been with someone that long, you're not gonna just cut it off with a pretty little bow. No. And it's And that's just the months. truth. That's and true. that's like something that at least for me, like I wouldn't have known except walking through the season. Like for me, it's like it's so simple. You're just like, okay, just clean break, don't talk. But if you've been, like, the first person you've ever loved, first person ever, and all of a sudden go from, like, break up and never talk again, that's just not realistic. No, and there are definitely ways that I could have better guarded my heart throughout the process and things I could have, like, guardrails I could have put in mm-hmm. place. But, hey, I've learned that, so now I she can She learned share. it, so now we're sharing it. <laughs> Abby's, Abby's mistake is for all of your benefits. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> let's let's oh, hop into it. it. So. Essentially, was not a good breakup. Was not a clean breakup. No, correct. Uh huh. And so we've talked about this. How long, realistically, in your head, was your like, this maybe isn't the best for me? Yes. So without sharing too much, mm-hmm. I there's just no need to go into specifics. I'm no. gonna let you guys know everything you need to know to help you out. But just for your understanding, we had an issue in September that was hard to get over. Mm-hmm. And so that was the downfall. And it was just just relational issue where we didn't see eye to eye on certain aspects of like lifestyle. And so that happens in September. And, and you know, you get that sinking feeling, mm-hmm. but you don't address it. Yeah. And you just have that feeling. And you're like, okay, this could happen, but I'm going to do everything I can in my power to work through things. And you give it all you got, but I would say that initially there was an issue that I kind of knew it was coming, mm-hmm. and I was in denial about it, and that's why, that's part of why this breakup was a three-month experience. Absolutely, and I think one thing to note here is that Abby was surrounded with, like, really great community at this time. I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, yeah, I was around, so <laughs> she was doing great, but this is for something that at least I learned while going through Abby's breakup is that, like, if you're a, a friend to someone who's going through a breakup, like, where, I guess, Abby, I'm asking you this, like, what is the line of, like, when you're, like, the friend is, like, on the outside and let's say, like, you talk about this September instance and they're, like, break up with him and then mm-hmm. it takes a three-month process and maybe, like, I'll put it on myself. Let's pretend I was, like, super frustrated. I'm like, Abby, do it. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying hypothetical since it's not hypothetical at Literally, we're sitting on – this is such a full circle moment. We are sitting on the exact couch that me and Abby had a come-to-Jesus moment in my apartment with my roommate, Catherine. And we were like, break up with him. And she, like, left being like, I'm breaking up with him tomorrow. And then three months later, they (laughs) broke up. Let's just say it. Let's call it what it is. Yes, 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 yes. So what would be your advice to girls who are, like, the friends of people of, like, being patient and, like, being a good friend to you during that process? Okay, yes. So if I'm speaking to – a person who has a friend going through it, my advice to you would be to just sit with them through it. And Taylor was great about doing this. Like, yes, we had that come to Jesus moment, but for weeks, honestly months before that, Taylor would listen. She would ask questions to help me process. She would encourage me because she she knows what it's like to have relational struggles. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, first of all, you need to just sit with your friend through that let them let them talk to you and like without giving advice sometimes you just need to listen and comfort 
and Taylor did a great job with that. So after you have established that, like, you're there to listen and you're there for them, I do think if you have a close relationship with this person and you have established trust, like Taylor and I had, I do think you owe it to your friend to be honest with them and say, hey, I'm an outside observer. Mm -hmm. I love you. I want the best for you. Here's what I see. And you don't need to say you should blank or you Mm -hmm. could blank. Yeah. But you can just give them that insight, I guess, and let them deal with it after that. Like, you owe it to them to say it, but you don't necessarily need to be like, hey, you need to do number one, two, three, four, and five, and Mm -hmm. then you're good. It's like, and you did a good job with this too. Mm -hmm. You're like, here's what I see. Here's where I worry for you. Mm -hmm. Here's what I want for you. Mm -hmm. I think that's also a good way to kind of frame it is it's not just like, oh, like, you need to do this because because he's doing this or <laughs> yeah. he's being like this. It's like, I want more for you. I want the best for you. And, like, if you go from it at that perspective, your friend is going to listen so much better. Okay, I'm also going to say something that probably a lot of you aren't going to like if you are the friend. Do an audit on if you should be the friend. Because I feel like people sometimes get a sense of entitlement in situations where they're like, I'm the best advice giver, which I do have this. It's a character. I don't want to say character flaw of mine. I really do have to be cautious of it because you know me. I just like to give my two cents about things. But do an audit and be like, is my role in this person's life, like, is what I'm saying going to only benefit them? Oh, that's Because just because what you're saying is like... I can say hard things to Abby, but I knew it was benefiting her. Like, yeah. in that season, like, you or, or any season, don't be saying harmful things that mm-hmm. are only going to, like, hurt them. So, like, yeah. if you don't have, A, the established trust that Abby was saying, you do not need to give your two cents. Like, hmm. there there are people who are closer, probably, and people who, in that situation, like, there was times where I even looked at it because, Abby, shout out Emily Timonin right now. Love yeah. you, girl. There were times where I, like, knew, like, for Emily's sake, like, I was like, okay, they're a lot closer and they're best friends. And I'm like, so I don't want to overstep because I know like Emily's her girl in certain instances. It was almost like Emily was like your out, like your internal perspective. And I was just like more of a relationship context. That's another thing. Also just a slight hot take is be self-aware. If you have never been in a relationship, you're, me and Abby talked about this a lot. Your advice is great and well appreciated, but sometimes you peak a little. Because I know my opinions on relationships and the advice I would give before I ever had a boyfriend looks tremendously different and I'm kind of embarrassed by the things I would say. And so have grace if you've never been in a relationship and just know there's certain things you might not understand. Sorry if that's a hot take. Yes, I have one more side note. And along with that, something that this breakup taught me is you truly don't know the situation until you are in those shoes. Yes. Even your your best friends who know everything that you've told them, they still don't know the full story. You do not know what that person is going through and you do not understand all of the aspects that are in play here. So just have grace with that and give grace with that. Grace, 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 grace. Because there's a bunch of things that you've probably done that you don't want to tell people either. So grace. All right, let's hop into it. Abby, now you're broken up. Yes. And it's a process. What would be, just give me some like tips and some advice that you would give to girls of like, that are like literally looking at like they're, maybe they're like right in the thick of it. Like, yeah, what do they do? Okay. First, the thing I learned pretty soon on, and this is a quote from an Instagram 
like posts that I saw. I Sometimes wish... those hit different. I know they do. They do. And your explore page knows what they you're know. going through. And we're not really strangers. Texts and posts. Those are <gasps> so rude. Your life. So rude. Okay. Yes, but. Something you need to keep in mind is that healing and growth is not a straight line. And if you ask, what does that mean? We sometimes have this image that, okay, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to grow. And you're going to start at point A and you're going to end at point B. And oh, honey. <laughs> that's oh, honey. so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. But that's just something I learned throughout the process was like, honestly, I would do really good for like a week. And I'm like, oh, I don't even like <laughs> miss anything about that relationship and right. then the next day hits hard and you're like I'll never get over this uh-huh. and it's just discouraging but you have to remember that it's not a straight line and sometimes you might go backwards for a day but you're gonna go forward again and mm-hmm. it looks different for every season and for every person so that's just the first concept that I learned pretty early on yeah and I think when you're looking into this idea of and like with this, this like there's gonna be like curveballs. Like he's yeah. gonna text you oh, when yeah. you're having they a good day. Do. They always do. <laughs> he's gonna post that Instagram story. Your friend that like or like acquaintance is gonna ask you about him because they uh-huh. don't know that you've broken up yet. Oh. And they're like, How's da da da? And you're like, Ah I wasn't thinking so about good. you all day. So it's natural and it's also natural for like you to have a dream about him. Yeah. And that sets you up. Like so just be patient with yourself and like yes. know like everyone's gonna grieve that differently. For sure. Okay. Another concept I would love to just dive into real quick too is I had this thought during all of it and I was just sitting in my car and I was literally like, honest, just being honest with you guys, truthfully thinking, how am I going to get over this? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm going to always be in this season and it's going to always affect me and my future relationships. And then I literally thought, I owe it to myself but also to my future spouse that yeah, God you do. has for me. I was like, I owe it to both me and him to get over this guy. <laughs> I know that sounds harsh, <laughs> and I'm not, like, going to talk bad at all. It was no. a great relationship for those three and a half years. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, you owe it to yourself and your awesome future spouse that God has planned for you, like, <laughs> to get over him. Yeah. I know that's harsh, but it's true. Definitely. And, um... When you're looking at, if we want to hop in to just this idea of, like, when you're, like, in this season of, like, running around and, like, not knowing, like, where to go and you are, like, so, 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 so confused just, like, tying the Lord back into this, like, all of these things are especially maybe this is, like, good advice for in, like, you're thinking about breaking up with him but you're, like, not 100% there. Mm-hmm. Abby wrote this. She said, there's a difference between confusion and the unknown Wait, what? Okay, yes. No, I know that sounds confusing, but I'll explain. So, unknown in life is inevitable. Like, we're not made as humans to know everything, Mm. and that's okay, and that's how it's supposed to be. Okay, I see you, honey. Okay, yes, so that's the unknown, and we distinguish that from confusion, and I'm not saying confusion is a necessarily bad thing. It can just lead to a bad mindset, so... Confusion in my mind is having the information you need to make a decision, but still being confused. And I don't know if that makes sense. I'll give a little context, but like that boy that constantly leaves you confused. Okay, yes. You do not need to be in that situation. Confusion, there's a verse in the Bible about that actually. 
It's 1 Corinthians 14.33, and it says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And I'm not saying everyone you come in contact with is going to give you 100% clarity. clarity. Yeah, and not everyone is going to, like, pursue you perfectly. But if you're, like, constantly, constantly confused by the same person, that's all you need to know because Mm -hmm. God is not a God of confusion. He's a God of peace. So, And honestly, this applies just for a real quick side note. This applies to lots of things. It's not just about boys, but, mm-hmm. like, if you're making decisions on the weekend and you're like, hmm, should I be making these decisions? Yeah. If you're confused about it, the answer is probably no. no. Oh, so. I'm just calling everyone out today. <laughs> and it's, like, it's that same saying where it's just, like, if he likes you, you'll know, and if he doesn't, you'll be confused. Yes, and also take mixed signals as a no. Ooh, Abby! <laughs> we're also telling you everyone get over these points. Oh my gosh. Okay, so now we have someone who is just having like a horrible day and like there's oh, everyone always just says like you just like like life is so much bigger than this person and like just like get over mm. them. And that mm. feels picturing life without this person is like impossible. Like yeah. you dated this boy for three and a half years, exactly. which was like all of your college time, all right? of your growing up and you're just like, yeah. well now I'm like a new person because especially when you're like going from being in high school to college, like, you grow up and change so much. And then you're saying, picture your life without this person when your identity has been wrapped around this person. So what would be your advice for that? Yeah. Okay. This was a hard one. Had to, had to cry through this one and work (laughs) through this one. But yeah. So especially with the three and a half years, but any amount of time, truly, like you, you do an amount of growing together and if you reach this point in a relationship, you picture them at your wedding. You picture them as your husband in your wedding. Right. You picture them having your kids. You exactly. picture getting a dog with them, whatever yes. it might be. So when people are like, oh, like, you, like they're out of your life, just think of something else. It's like, I cannot Can't. at this moment. So something I came to terms with is, and I know every breakup situation is different. So, like, maybe you do want to see him. Maybe you guys... Maybe there's different circumstances, but for me, the way things ended, I knew we did not need to be seeing each other. So for me, it was like, okay, Abby, you don't need to picture your life without them. Can you picture Friday without them? Yeah, I don't want to see him no. tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tonight picture, I'm good. <laughs> can you picture tomorrow without him? Yeah, I can go that long. Can you go till the end of the month? Yeah, I can do that. Like, you do not need to sit there. And think of all the things that are about to change because your body already knows it. Like physically, you feel the changes coming. Mm, wow. But you don't have to sit there and process the rest of your life. You have the rest of your life to do that. That's also like not even talking about a breakup. Like people get so overwhelmed trying to process the rest of your life. Yeah. And so until you have a different person, like if you've had these dreams and this person has been inserted in all of those steps – how are you going to picture life without those people inserted until you have someone to replace it with? Because, like, in your head, you're thinking, when I'm 25, I'm going to be married. Well, now that you guys have broken up, it's hard to picture, okay, no, I'm not. Now it's like, until there's someone else to fill that, if that makes any sense. So to the girls who have can only picture their life with their ex or someone, have grace with yourself. I think that's, Mm -hmm. like, the underlying message of all this is, like, be gracious. But, like, that's obvious that that would happen so don't feel like you're like the only one that feels that way yeah for sure that's totally normal but it's 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 doable <laughs> it's only doable and I remember we, me and Abby would sit and be like tonight 
I don't care about him and we're going to do this. And I'm like, that's all that matters, sweet girl. Yes. Wake up to go to bed. If we can get through today, it's one day at a time. Yes. And then eventually the like getting through today turns into enjoying the day. Yeah. Which turns into looking forward to the days. Like it gets better. Yes. Look at her. Guys, I told you she was like the best person to come oh. on and talk about this. Um, okay. Last, I guess like bit of advice, like while you're healing, um, what if they want to keep talking to their mm. ex? Mm. Touchy subject. Touchy, touchy, touchy. touchy. Subject. Okay, yes. So I know I keep saying this, but I just don't want anyone to listen to this and freak out and be like, I'm doing this wrong. So your circumstances determine what is right for you. But I would really suggest putting up some guardrails for yourself of it's not healthy for me to be seeing his Instagram posts. Go and mute him. If, if you guys aren't on the level Um, to unfollow each other mm -hmm. we didn't because we grew up together and we shared the same friend group for a little while so we we didn't unfollow each other but I knew I needed to mute him on Instagram just so he wasn't popping up in my life every single day so things like that but also for me I there came a point where we needed to stop having conversations we had three months of conversations right and those months were Definitely helpful in like bringing closure to a really complicated situation, but there came a point where I only wanted to talk to him in order to feel understood by him, Mm. and that's not healthy if you're broken up. If you're dating, like, yes, you need to understand each other, but if you're broken up, he doesn't need to know exactly how you feel, and he doesn't need to understand you. And also, like, your fulfillment and your closure and your peace can't come from him, clearly. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is expecting so much of another person. So there definitely comes a point where it's just not beneficial to speak anymore. And the only thing you can do is cast it on God. Yeah. Which you should always cast it on God no matter what point you're at. But definitely there comes a point and you need to decide that for yourself. But like we got to stop talking about this. Mm -hmm. We need to stop and I just need to talk to God about it. And honestly, like, I know, I know you're staying out there because I've done it before where, and even just in friend breakups, like, this is advice that transcends just relationships, but where you're like, I just need, like, I need to, I planned, I sat in the shower and I thought about how this conversation was going to go. I typed out the notes on my phone, like, here we go. I'm about to tell this person off and the conversations never really go the way you want them to or whatever it might be. And you're like, no, I just need one more conversation. Or if if I say this, then I'll feel fulfilled or then I'll Mm. get closure or then I'll feel better. Yeah. A lot of times, A, that won't happen. And that's just like, that's sad, but it's because like, your fulfillment was never meant to come from this boy or this friendship mm-hmm. or this relationship or whoever it is. Like, so it true. really can only come from the Lord. And so looking for peace in someone who's obviously done the opposite in your yeah. life, especially if you've broken up. Like, it's it's kind of silly when you say it out loud. Like, no, it is. Looking for peace in someone who just... Brought so much confusion. Yeah. Yeah. And also something that really helped in casting it on God, like, that's such a big concept. Literally drive in your car... And pretend God is in your passenger seat. You are literally the cutest person. No. <laughs> Seriously, this helps. Like those things you want to say to him, literally drive yourself to the grocery store and be like, God, like this sounds like Drive amazing. yourself to the Chick-fil-A. Come <laughs> yes. on, girl. And literally, I would just have conversations with God, like, God, I wish I could say this to him. And then I go off. And yeah. God's like, <laughs> And you can. And the thing is, like the Bible, like Jesus was angry. You can yes. be angry. Like Jesus literally had his entire full range of emotions that you experience. Like he was human, he was man. Like literally, like yes. that is like the core of 
Christianity is like believe like so you are allowed to feel these things and they're valid yeah and so cast it all on the lord seriously god can take it <laughs> you can, you <laughs> can handle it he knows you're thinking it girl like just say it out loud <laughs> seriously and also we'll get into it in a hot second but journaling if you, oh my god you don't have a car to go yelling or you're never alone that journal oh get angry oh we'll hop into her in a second yeah yeah okay so now people are listening and they're like dang i wish i was abby lawson oh she sounds so but you're like hee hee thank you <laughs> um she's so put together she's handled this breakup like a queen which you have thank you and I they're wish. like uh that couldn't be me what are some tangible steps that you took and would suggest taking to help them get over this yes oh man okay also you guys are hearing my little pretty package (laughs) exactly it was five months of you know tears and processing and lots so let that encourage you um okay step number one that really helped me was basically what we were just talking about with the journal I call them honesty hour journals where I go to town. <laughs> and I honestly sometimes have been like, I hope no one ever sees this. Burn this journal. Yes, literally. But you've got to do that to be honest with yourself and to be honest with God. Like he knows what you're thinking, but to just say it to God shows a level of trust. So in these honesty hour journals, I would just say like, God, today sucked. I missed him and I don't know why I'm going through this. Like, just just those honest journals, you owe that to yourself to just, like, feel it. Feel it all or else you're going to have to process it later. So, step number one, honesty hour journals and journals in general. And the thing is with journaling is, like, you can always sit down and talk to someone. Like, Abby could have sat on my couch for five hours a day. But there comes a point where I don't want to say you can't be 100% honest, but there's always going to be something you leave out. And there's always going to maybe be a section of your heart where you're, like, Oh, I don't want to say this one part. Whereas when it's just you, that pen, that book, and the Lord, you're like, here we are. Like, yes, because it's easier to like put in a journal like, I miss this person who, <laughs> who I had issues with for nine months. And like, you're like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, it's easier mm-hmm. to put that in a journal. Not that like, and I did share stuff like that with of Taylor, course. but it's easier to put it in a journal. And, and then it's private. Yes. A second little thing with the journal, not only do you need those honest journals, but gratefulness journals seriously so also I just wanted to give a little biblical background for this like this is in the bible in Philippians 4 6 through 7 it says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus so big mouthful but basically this is how my brain sees it. You're anxious? Okay, pray. <laughs> and be thankful. That's the Thanksgiving part. And present your request to God. So this is a biblical example of how gratefulness is the best way to combat anxiety. And that sadness and that fear with the breakup. You need to journal all the things you're grateful for. Even I looked back, there's like a journal entry where I'm like, I am grateful for the best avocado toast ever that I yeah. had. <laughs> and I know that's ridiculous, but like in that season, you have to put down everything you're grateful for to just reframe your life and your mindset. Also, this is actually funny. I didn't know Abby was going to say that, which also thank you for sharing that. It's always really important. And what I love that Abby's doing is tying this all back to scripture. So like 
She's not just talking out of her butt. Like, she's done her research. Like, (laughs) listen to this girl. And so what I've done recently in the car, if I'm having a bad day and I'm driving somewhere, I will sit there for the entirety of my car ride. Because you've heard that quote, like, if, like, tomorrow if you woke up, you only get to keep the things that you said thankful, thank you for, what would you have? Mm -hmm. And that always just really resonated with me. And so, like, this week, actually, I don't do this all the time, so, like, (laughs) I'm definitely not put together. But this week in the car, I was having a bad day, and I sat there for my 17-minute drive, and I was just rambling what I was thankful for. I love that. And it was just the stupidest things. Like, of course, like, I was like, Hunter, my family, my friends, all things. But I was like, you know what? I'm thankful for the color pink. Like, I really (laughs) like it. Like, I'm thankful for my car. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. And I was just, like, looking around, and I was just like, I'm thankful that it's cold here in Alabama. Like, (laughs) I'm thankful. And I would just say this, like, the silliest things. And it's just, like, when you're sitting there filling this time, all of a sudden you realize how much more you're thankful for than you think. Oh, my gosh. And we're just so easy to be negative. We live in a culture in a generation where it's like, oh, this was awful, or this stinks, or this... And we forget to be thankful for things. It's like, I'm thankful, like, for my full range of emotions. I'm thankful for having feelings. I'm thankful that, like, crying soothes me. Yeah, I'm thankful. And it's just whatever it might be, like, I'm thankful that I had green tea this morning. And I'm thankful. Like, it does not matter. And so that was just a good way just in general to, like, shape your mind and your thoughts for the day. It doesn't have to be a 17-minute ramble. But even in your, like, notes when you, like, wake up in the morning, I have, like, one of those notepads that you, like, jot down your day. And there's, like, a little space. And I put three things. Today, I'm grateful. (laughs) One of them. This is actually really funny. It was, like, today, I'm thankful. I'm scared. <laughs> it was like, today I'm thankful. And I had just FaceTimed my mom. And she looked at me my dog. So I'm like, I'm thankful for golden retrievers. Oh like existing. Gosh. Literally just that. merely Thank existing. I'm thankful for TikTok. I, I literally put that true. I mean, who is it? But I was just like, thank you for this. And I think I literally put, I was like, I'm thankful for crying. Because I really do enjoy it. I cry often, you guys. And so it is a release. And so it really doesn't have to be anything like huge. True. Like, it's just, it's the little things. That's so true. Okay, I do have step number two for you guys, and it involves making two different lists. So, number one is the fun list of qualities you want in a future spouse. And I know you probably made that before, but I encourage you to do it again, because now that you have the experience of this last relationship, whether it was really rocky or whether it was really good, there's going to be qualities that have changed now that you've been through a relationship So make a list of what you want in a future spouse because that will help you see like, okay, there's a reason I went through this breakup and it's taught me that I really want someone with spiritual leadership qualities, you know, like Mm -hmm. that might not have been something you had thought about before, but now that you've been in a relationship, you can think of those things. So that's list number one. List number two, you guys are not going to like me. You need to make a list, at least I did, of why the breakup needed to happen. I know that sounds so strange. Awful. I know. And no one needs to ever see the list. But here's the thing. If you were in my situation or you're in a similar breakup where it needed to happen and you felt it and you knew it, whether it was really bad or whether it's just little things, make a list so that when you're romanticizing your relationship that Mm -hmm. actually had a lot of issues, you can look at this list and be like, these are the reasons why we can't be together. I know that sounds so harsh, but like you really need to do that to help you stay strong 
even when you're trying to romanticize it. Because that happens. You will. I love that you just said romanticize it because that's what people do. Yes. They break up and they literally only think of the good parts. I and know. that's so hard. It's, and so yeah. having it on pen and paper and being like, no, he did this. Like, yeah. back to reality, honey. And then for some of you, I'm not I'm not just like saying some of you to call you up. I'm in this boat. You'll be like, why is this list page as long? <laughs> It's like a whole buys a new journal. It's like page one, page two. Yes, and I don't mean that in like issues with him. I just mean issues within the relationship, and it takes two. So just to clarify, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally amazing. Okay, last one. But you guys are about to literally irk. But okay, number three. You're gonna hate me again. I'm gonna be like Abby. No, okay. I'm about to say it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Number three. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Take a deep breath. Sit down. You need to pray for your ex oh my gosh what okay no guys you need to pray for everyone's your ex. like click off i know you're gonna if you can see like when Watch people end it's like them. gone <laughs> so seriously though pray for your ex and i know that's like the last thing you want to do but you can't hate someone that you're praying for no you literally can't so you need to pray for their well-being their peace, they're going through a breakup too. I know that sounds so stupid, but you think all about like what you feel and oh, like this breakup sucks, but like your ex is going through a breakup and breakups are awful no matter what side you're on. So pray for your ex. It will shape your mindset toward them and it really changes your heart. That's honestly all I need to say about that because unless you do it yourself, you won't you won't get it. Go pray for your like go pause, do it. Pause, pause the episode and pray for, pray your, for ex. your ex. Thank you. Next controversial. <laughs> controversial. <laughs> okay, so we've talked to you about how to help you heal. Abby has shared amazing tangible steps you can take. What's next? Like, what can we leave them with to like feel encouraged and charged to like go get after it? Yes, for sure. So. Something that I would just love to share with you guys as a little final note is you might need a mindset change. I know I needed this. I viewed this breakup, and don't get me wrong, breakups are so painful, and they are, quote, like a bad thing, but I was viewing a breakup as this thing that was done wrong to me, and like, yes, God was going to get me through it, but I was wronged, and God just like took that and was like, Hey Abby, it's hey me. girl. Hey Abby, it's me. Beep boop. <laughs> and he was like, "How can you call this a mistake when I knew it was gonna happen all along?" Mm. And that just really changed my mindset. Like this wasn't a surprise to God. And if He didn't want you to go through this, He would have protected you from it. Right. But for some reason, He chose not to protect you from it. So He is gonna use this as a stepping stool in His plan for you. And it's gonna look different for all of us. But like this, literally, isn't some awful life ending thing it feels like it sometimes but this is a stepping stone in God's plan Mm -hmm. and like obviously like if you're there's always this thing where it's like what's the quote it's like if he puts you through it like he'll Mm. like get you through it or I don't know like the word but I saw something that was like no like that's not necessarily true it's like things he knows everything that's gonna happen and he knows all the choices that you're gonna make and he knows like everything is orchestrated like for his good and for his glory and yeah. like for you to live like a purpose-filled life. For sure. And so a lot of times, I'm not going to say he's going to like get you through everything. Like you're going to have to like 
get through it. I don't want to say yourself, but it's like you can't just like sit back and just like expect God to like put the puzzle pieces together for you. Like right. you have to take an active role. You have to be walking in obedience. However, like he's given you all the tools you need to equip yourself to do these things. Yes. And yes, so yes. you have everything you need to get through it. I know that sounds terrible. But it's true. it's true. And so when you're looking at something that has happened to you or you're looking at a breakup, like, I know Abby can speak to this and specifically, like, this, if she had never dated this person and this had never happened, like, how different would your outlook on dating be? Oh, my gosh. Seriously, so different. And, like, it's taken me a little bit to get to this point. But the thing is, I don't regret anything. No, yeah. And the things I learned in this relationship are so valuable and there are things that I could have only learned from this specific relationship right. for this specific timeline and with this breakup. Like honestly some of the things God has taught me have been new like brand new things. I'm 22 years old. I, I that's like I'm so, so young. Old. <laughs> I know that's young obviously but like in the grand like I feel old by, by being 22 but like he taught me something brand new almost every day this semester that I wouldn't have learned in the same way if I didn't go through a breakup, which Abby back in September would be like, stop, don't say that. <laughs> like, like it hurts. The, the growing pains hurt. The growing pains. But yes, God teaches you through all of it and he has orchestrated all of it. And the truth of the matter is, is like, this is going to shape everything for you yeah and so if you give it the context that it deserves like the lord was like clearly this isn't your person yeah. and that's okay like that that was not a mistake that was no. not an error exactly you did not ruin my plan yes that was my plan that. and my timing is perfect yeah. therefore like you needed to be with this person in this season to learn this lesson yeah and if you're if you're on it in a different situation like say you broke up with the person and they like fought back and it doesn't feel right there's so many different circumstances but what I'm trying to say is like even if you're having doubts you can't mess up God's plan you are not that powerful no so if you feel peace about a breakup or you're leaning towards breaking up with someone and you have peace about it you I don't want to be like do it but like break up with him (laughs) you can't mess up God's plan so if you feel peace about it I say do it and if it's your person God's not going to dangle them in front of you and mm-hmm. be like, ha ha, you can't have him. Like, right. if he's your person, you're going to have him. Okay, I've also, I've been asked this question a couple of times, so that's funny that you brought it up. It's like, I'm scared I'm going to make, I've had people tell me, like, I'm scared I'm going to make the wrong choice. Mm. And I'm like, you physically can't make the wrong choice, if that makes any okay, sense. I agree. I heard, I literally have had someone say to me, it was like hard to hear, but I was like, with colleges, I was like... I just don't want to make the wrong choice. I don't want to, like, what if I just make the wrong choice in God's plan? And that's literally when they were like, you think you have the power and ability to do that? Like, how, <laughs> the audacity. Yeah, like, like, you think you, you tiny little human can mess up God's plan? You literally can't. And decisions are hard. We're not yes, trying to invalidate them. No. But the conclusion that you will come to is inspired by the Lord. Yeah. And so you physically cannot, it can be like, quote unquote, the wrong choice, but it was supposed to happen. Yes. And the Lord if planned for it and wanted it to happen. Yes. It, with a little asterisk of if you're walking in obedience with yes. God. Yes, 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 yes. Like this doesn't apply to like, go do whatever you want. I no. know you're not taking it that way, no. but like if yes. you're walking in obedience and you have a relationship with God, 
you're not gonna even do if the that right means thing. like let's do college decisions so we can take the heat out of this because yeah, that true. feels like a neutral thing sure. to talk about. Like if you pick to like come to like Stanford, let's say, and then you're here for a year and you're like, I made the wrong choice, I need to transfer. You didn't make the wrong choice. You were supposed to come to Stanford for a year. Yeah. But now it's a different choice now. Yes, yes. That's such when you take the pressure off of it that way, it's so relieving and like there is a lot of pressure like <laughs> when choosing to break up with someone no matter how long you've been dating like that is a huge decision but there's no rush to make it like especially when we're saying you can't make the wrong decision like you don't you also just don't need to rush into it and God's going to reveal himself to you in the right timing and he's going to give the information that you need he's going to get that to you so not to like undercut decision making mm-hmm. but seriously like it just takes the pressure off yeah for sure also, I just thought of this again. Sorry, we're I'm just we're like running with things. This is probably another hot take. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have if you are truly like reading the word and walking with the Lord and praying for the Lord to say something, and your friend and or community is saying a different thing, who says that she's walking with the Lord or praying for you or whatever, like the Lord does not misspeak. Mm. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard because it feels so like like a personal conflict when your friend is literally telling you something else and you don't feel God has told you that. Mm-hmm. I feel like... But, but also, it's hard to navigate because, like, the Lord does use people. Yes. So I want to give this disclaimer. Like, it's you're not going to, like, clearly hear from the Lord to do this and then someone else is going to tell you to do something different. Like, that is not from the Lord. Yeah. Especially because, like, honestly, part, a huge reason why it took a three-month process for my breakup was because I was like praying for clarity and praying for discernment and then I would like get it and be like oh what was that you're like I didn't hear her (laughs) this sentence is grammatically correct this is grammatically correct (laughs) so that's just there's lots of little caveats to what you're saying Mm -hmm. about like when a friend says something different so like maybe the friend is speaking from a place of truth but maybe you don't feel peace about it in that time so like when mm-hmm. I was working towards reaching the point of breaking up, some of my friends saw that before I could see it. Yes. So sometimes that does happen. But sometimes your friend can think they know what's right for you. And they can truthfully have a relationship with God and think they know what's right for you. But, like, once again, they're not in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And just evaluate, like, what your relationship with that friend is. If it's a friend who is really close and has walked you through this relationship and has seen it all, okay, yeah, let's let's think about what she's saying. And if you're surrounded with good Christian community, I'm going to say this. This is why it's important to be. If, for example, when, before Abby and I would go into these conversations, I would literally just say the quickest like prayer like in my uh-huh. head under my breath and be like, Lord, don't let me say anything you don't want me to say. That's like, so good. Don't let me mislead her. Don't let me come from a place mm. of like my own like opinions on the situation. Because if I'm going to be frank with you, I really liked her her boyfriend yeah like, me and him were like yes. tight we yes. were like besties uh, and so it was like no I don't want to say sad for me this is not about me at all but no. like I like it's not like I like hated him no and but I was like as part of me like maybe when they had like really cat like more casual issues it would have been so easy to be like Abby don't worry about it like he's right. a great guy but it'd be like more so in those situations when people ask me for advice like it's such a quick prayer, but it's just like, Lord, speak through me right now. And yeah. don't let me, like, speak against what you're trying to tell her. Mm. And so it's so easy. The Lord is, once again, not a God of confusion. Yes, And so seriously. instantly in those moments, like, I would tell Abby things that I, like, afterwards be like, what did I even just say to this girl? No. And I was like, I love that. I don't know. 
Because also, you need to pray that prayer before. If you're in the season where you're like, I think I might need to break up with someone. Or honestly, even just having hard conversations with someone, whether it's a boyfriend or friend. Always pray that prayer. Because you don't want to rely on your own words. <laughs> no. We are human and we will say some hurtful things. Yeah, we will. And so, also just like doing an audit of myself. Like, I have never been through a breakup which is why I'm bringing my very wise friend on here because if I tried to talk to you guys about breakups she'd be like literally who cares what you have to say I have nothing to say and so when I would get asked for advice and not even just with Abby with other people like I felt really ill-equipped to answer the questions and so it's like I was like lord I don't know what you want me to say you know I'm really strong opinionated and I'll say whatever you want me to say like it's okay I'll be the one to say it but like help a girl out because I can't do this by myself yeah no that's so good so just like yeah if I could just leave you guys with Mm -hmm. one little truth I just want to paint a picture this was something that really helped me so picture God as a writer and he has written this play (laughs) it's kind of cheesy and we are his actors, okay? So we're at a table, and we are going through our first table read of this script. We love a thespian, is that what I know, call yeah. Them? I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, I was the president of my thespian society <laughs> in high school. Abby also had an acting agent, so... Oh, Taylor, no! <laughs> Exposed. Okay, Exposed. yes. So we are at the table, the first table read... And we're reading this script, and we're like, oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, yeah, three-and-a-half-year relationship. Oh, yeah, marriage is coming next. And then we turn the page, and it's like, boom, break Break up. up. We look up at God, and we're like, what is this? And I just picture God, like, smiling at us, being like, if you only knew what's coming. I don't know. That just really, like, changed things for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like God is looking down at us, being like, if you only knew what is coming, like, he is going to see it through to completion. Whatever yeah. season you're in, he's not going to leave you there. God will see it through to completion. Next Abby, up. you literally are so wise. And literally, like you have said gold. I hope all of you are taking notes because this girl literally just rocked my world. I'm oh my like, gosh. <laughs> literally me engaged. I'm like, I'm ready for a breakup. Like, <laughs> no. let's go. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Go kidding, kidding, kidding. Everyone's like, let's start a fire. <laughs> no, but it's just, you spoke so much truth over everyone who listens like literally anyone who made it this far like you are blessed to have heard all of this because me and Abby talked about this and that was part of like Abby's heart for wanting to come on the podcast and yeah. you can speak a little bit more into it it's yeah. like not going through it for nothing seriously in that like when I was in the midst of it I was like sometimes on certain days the only thing that would really well like not the only thing like God is the only thing but a huge thing that would get me through it was being like okay one day, I'm going to have a friend, unfortunately, go through the exact same thing, and I can tell her everything. So that's why I have hundreds of friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wrote all this down, and the reason I can give you guys these lists and these, like, beautiful, like, little presents I, in my mind, just yeah. of, like, like, they seem so clean and easy. I promise, like, these are brought to you by tears and experience and long nights, but, like, if what I say can help anyone... It has been worth it to go through, which also I want to say, like, if you guys want to reach out to me for, like, anything, I don't know. I'm not, like... She's an angel. I'm not, like, super qualified in in these ways, but, like, seriously, if you just need a listening ear, DM me on Instagram. Um, Uh, Abigail Lawson. Yeah. follow. I would love to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. So, no, seriously, if it can help anyone, it's worth it to go through. 
You're so awesome. Well, Abby, I love you. Thank you you so much for coming on the She's Going Places podcast. Okay, we plugged your Instagram, but we have to plug your TikTok. Oh my gosh. Okay, (laughs) if you insist. So my TikTok (laughs) is FlabbyAbby0. The content there is incredible. (laughs) I'm I'm a guilty TikToker. Like, I'm not exactly like you know, like, proud of it. I'm Honestly, I am You should be proud of it. it. The content is next level. I have so much fun with it. We need to make this girl go viral. Anyways, <laughs> Abby, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. We love you. Love you. Love you.